This podcast is brought to you by the Corn Marketing Program in Michigan. Hello, everyone. You're listening to In the Weeds, an agriculture podcast hosted by Monica Jean and the Michigan Field Crops team. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another In the Weeds with Monica Jean. Uh, This is a podcast supported by the MSU Extension Field Crops team, and I am here today to help you a little bit. Well, I'm not going to help you. Molly's going to help you, and John's going to help you, but we're going to talk about um, the ARC PLC decision-making that's going on, a part of the Farm Bill, and I know that uh, deadline is closely looming March 15th. You may have even already been in and made some decisions, but just knowing you can go back and change them until that time. I, I think a lot of uh, the offices, they they suggest that. Come in, fill out your paperwork. You can always come back and edit them. So uh, we're going to kind of go through those and uh, maybe you made the right choice or uh, for you, for your farm, but maybe this might help you decide if uh, you need to go in and change or go in and get it done too. So uh, welcome, Molly and John. Thank you so much for joining us. If you don't mind, uh, could you introduce yourselves real quick? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Dr. Molly Sears. I'm an assistant professor at the Department of Agricultural Food and Resource Economics uh, here at Michigan State University. Uh, I have the benefit of having a, a three-way appointment. So I do research, teaching, and extension. Uh, my extension work fo- uh, focuses especially in agricultural policy and decision-making, uh, especially in the agricultural and environmental nexus. And I'm really excited to be here today. Awesome. And we're excited to have you. And then, uh, John, do you mind? Yep. Uh, John Laporte. I'm the farm business management educator through MSU Extension, located in the southwest part of the state. And I do a lot of work with risk management, uh, focusing a lot on beginning farmer type resources, uh, crop production, uh, cost of production, and also just kind of weighing through the general idea of improving decision-making on the farm to increase sustainability and overall profitability. Fabulous. The right people to talk about ARC or PLC. So um, let's like just jump right into it. What are the options this year for the programs? Yeah, certainly. So, I mean, the big decision this year is is just going to be choosing between ARC and, and PLC. So you know, there are technically three options that you'll have as a as a farmer, which is ARC County or ARC Individual, which is agricultural risk coverage. And that uh, deals with uh, revenue. So we're thinking about both uh, protecting against yield losses and price losses. And then there is price loss coverage, which just protects against prices. Um, and that uh, can be combined with things like supplemental coverage options, which is an important thing when you think about kind of combining your ARC and PLC decision uh, with crop insurance. So those are kind of the three big uh, decisions that you'll be making. The biggest thing to keep in mind is that if you're choosing ARC individual, uh, that covers your whole farm. So that's going to incorporate all of your different crops. Uh, But if you're choosing ARC or PLC, you can make that decision individually. uh, Sorry, ARC county or PLC, you're making that decision individually for each crop. The other thing to remember about those programs is that they're all based on what we call base acres. And so the payments that you might see out of those programs 
are only on a portion of those base acres. So those are those are determined acres that you'll find at your farm service agency office that when they're looking at programs, the PLC and the ARC County programs are based on 85% of those base acres, while the ARC individual is only on 65% of those base acres. So that's an important thing when you're weighing through those programs is looking at potential payments. The the base acres that are associated with the programs have a little bit of a, a weight when you're thinking about where the potential uh, increase in protection might be as you're looking at the options. Okay. All right. And what are the um, recommendations by crop that you guys are kind of talking about or given recommendations out for? Gosh, it's it's going to be a tricky decision this year because in all honesty, it's really unlikely that any of these programs are going to pay out uh, for, for you as an individual grower. And so a lot of the decision-making process is going to be thinking about whether or not like the addition of supplemental coverage option to a price loss coverage program is potentially going to pay out. So, uh, First, I just want to pitch the MSU Extension Team's uh, calculator developed by Roger Betts to kind of think about individual scenarios for your farm. Uh, you can bring in county yields, you can change everything uh, related to your particular farm to help uh, navigate the types of options that are going to be best for you. Uh, but from like a really broad, what might be the best types of options for you as a grower, um, I, I will say that most of our decision making is going to be coming from this ARC county versus PLC perspective. ARC individual, uh, it affects about 3% of growers. It's going to be in a situation where uh, you're thinking that you're going to have to prevent plant a huge amount of your acreage. Mm -hmm. So we'll kind of set aside that decision here. And that all relates back to what John was saying with respect to paying out only on 65% of your base acres. So Let's set that decision on the table uh, for you for the moment and kind of think about the decision between ARC and PLC, uh, ARC County and PLC. Um, and so in kind of our general expectations, uh, neither of these programs are going to pay out. And, and this has to do a lot with kind of the reference prices that we're going to be thinking about, uh, the payment calculators. Uh, for ARC and PLC are based off of kind of historic Olympic average prices, uh, and they haven't been high enough uh, compared to our most recent prices, uh, such that our expectations for the market year average prices for 2023-2024 are much, much higher than the prices that uh, would trigger uh, ARC, or ARC County or PLC payments. So, Let's put that on the table. Uh, but if we're thinking about kind of this decision-making process, depending on whether or not you want to opt for supplemental coverage options, uh, if you do, you're automatically going to be making a price loss coverage decision. Uh, and so that will be for across all of your crops. If you want to go for a supplemental coverage option, you will need to, not need, you will want to sign up for price loss coverage. Uh, if you're not doing supplemental coverage option, uh, our county has potentially a higher probability of payout uh, than PLC, uh, kind of across the board for all of the crops. And, and that's because uh, structurally it's based off of yield 
and uh, prices. And so if your county experiences really devastatingly low yields, our county has the potential to pay out in that category. And our expectations for prices decreasing, just <laughs> honestly, prices for corn are going to have to be around $3 per bushel before we're seeing mm-hmm. significant payouts for something like uh, PLC. So, uh, but if you, if you, so if that kind of decision tree is splitting based off of do you want supplemental coverage? Go PLC. Expectations are that it's not going to pay out, um, but it's good to sign up for it. You, you'd like to have that in your back pocket. If you're not going to sign up for supplemental coverage, our county is more likely to pay out. But again, the scenario, the probability is pretty low. Um, and if you're also in a situation where you're buying no crop insurance, our county is probably the way to go for the same reasons. It's protecting to an extent, both against yield and against prices. Yeah, it's it's really thinking about where your risk factors are, and with with prices being so low, as Molly said, or excuse me, the the trigger point being so low for for prices that really a lot of that risk sits in yield. So if if you're looking at crop insurance that you've got that on the farm, there are some supplemental options there that that maybe are going to be a little bit better. And so you're probably going to maybe looking at the the price loss coverage program, even though we're not really thinking prices are going to trigger for it, that might be a good option. But if your risk really is more of a concern of yield, that's where our county starts to really shine uh, if you're not doing the insurance like Molly said. So it's thinking about those risk points for your farm. And, and that's really the thought process that we always recommend for people is kind of identifying where are you more concerned about, uh, where do you think you're going to have more of a struggle or potentially a struggle? Because right now we're thinking trend yields going into any new year. We're not expecting or you know really thinking we're going to have a problem, but that's, that's where we think about where our risk might be. We never know what Mother Nature is going to do uh, when it comes to our yield impact. So we, we always kind of recommend people think that way. Yeah, I did have one thought, and that is, like, wheat, there's more wheat planted this year than in past years. Um, It's just a heavy wheat year for the state of Michigan. And also, this weather is concerning, like, at least I'm concerned that, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but just walking around, you may even see patches of grasses that have greened up. And so I'm not saying that the wheat is, like... um, it just with less colder days, it does become a little bit more vulnerable. And so if we get another hard freeze or several hard freezes, it's just very confusing with for the wheat <laughs> with the weather we've been having. And so I do have a little bit of worry in my mind. I'm like, maybe I should be doing a little bit more protection for my wheat crop. And, yeah, and that's that. And th- that's where our county is probably going to be a really good option to look at because you're you're thinking about that yield being damaged right now with the way the weather is. And so with yield being such a concern that our county program is the only one between it and, and the price loss coverage PLC, our county is the only one with any kind of yield protection on it. So so farmers looking at that, if they're kind of seeing the same thing in their fields and, and having the same concerns, that's kind of a, a good kind of a gauge point to say, let, let's go that our county route to, to provide that yield protection. This podcast is brought to you by the Corn Marketing Program of Michigan. Hi, I'm Matt Hollis, president of the Corn Marketing Program of Michigan. CMPM works on behalf of farmers like me to enhance the economic position of Michigan corn growers. 
CMPM is hard at work educating legislators about how farmers use important farm bill programs so they can make better informed decisions in Washington, D.C. Here at home, we help farmers navigate these programs to make the best decisions for their businesses. Find out more about your checkoff and upcoming events at www.micorn.org. So we've kind of gone over um, corn, soybeans, and wheat. Uh, at least it seems like it's the same recommendation really across all of those. Uh, is there anything unique or uh, additional to mention for specialty crop growers? Gosh, I, I wish I could say more for specialty crop growers. Unfortunately, for most of them, they're just not able to make these same kind of decisions. Uh, so you're going to be looking at, at purchasing crop insurance in some uh, form or another uh, for most of these uh, specialty crops that we see here in Michigan. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, the types of decisions that everybody's thinking about this year are ways to help protect with high input prices. Uh, you know, we're experiencing high food prices, but high input prices are going to be the big decision-making point to be thinking about when you're talking about the types of insurance that you'd like to buy. And, and honestly, that's true of uh, all crops that are that are being grown this year. Uh, fertilizer uh, prices are just so tremendously high as well as, you know, labor costs and everything like that are increasing. And so while we see high prices, we see these high input prices happening as well. And that's just something that ARC and PLC, ARC, both ARC County and ARC individual, as well as price loss coverage, they just don't have those kind of underlying protections available for you. You know, it, it's protecting against prices dipping too low, but it's not really thinking about the input prices. So I think a lot of farmers are going to have tricky decisions to make. It's harder for specialty crops, uh, certainly uh, across the board. Um, that's something that is going to be a really personal decision and it's going to be really based off of, you know, what, what you're looking at from a, a crop insurance perspective. Um, but I, I recognize that kind of across the board, uh, there are going to be some difficult decisions to make, even in a, a situation where we expect prices, market year average prices to be really high uh, in the upcoming year. Yeah. Well, Molly and John, is there anything else you guys would like to uh, mention or uh, add then to the ARC PLC decision? I guess my only... My my last thing, and uh, it looks like John has a, a good point to make as well, but uh, I just wanted to say what the reference prices are for ARC and PLC. Just as a baseline, we've been talking about how the reference prices are really low compared to like what we expect for, for market year prices to be. Uh, and I just want to like give a sense of what those differences are. And so we know the reference prices for price loss coverage uh, for the upcoming year is $3.70 uh, for corn, it's $8.40 for soybeans, and it's $5.50 for wheat. And so our county is slightly better, but not by much. So $3.98 for corn, $9.57 for soybeans, and again, $5.50 for wheat. And so those are probably not going to be the big linchpins uh, for a decision that you're you're ha happening. Almost none of the projections for the price uh, next year really even 
encompass uh, those prices. So our indication for like a, a market year average price, at even being relatively conservative, is, is somewhere around five eighty five for corn and thirteen fifty for wheat and uh, almost eight ninety or. 1350 for soybeans, mind you, and 890 for wheat. Uh, and so there's a huge difference. We'd really have to experience some pretty uh, dramatic disasters yeah. to be seeing these kind of prices actually uh, bear to fruition. Yeah, yeah. And and thank you for bringing those up. I should have asked earlier, but yeah, those are pretty critical little trigger points to mention. So, all right, uh, John, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, just to, to kind of... Uh reiterate something you said earlier, Monica, about uh, if you haven't been in to sign up, it, it's a good idea to go in and get that initial paperwork uh, kind of through at your FSA office, USDA office. And the other thing is we have another webinar coming up on February 21st. It'll be in the evening that you can sign up for. And it's going to go through some of the same things that Molly and I have talked about, but we're also going to be showcasing the analyzer tool that Roger Betts put together and walking through some different scenarios. So as you're kind of thinking about, well, what are some of those what ifs that, that we might be experiencing? We're going to walk through some of those and actually showcase how the calculator can kind of help you way through that, but the, just the general thought process to maybe help you finalize your decision. And then you can still get in there and talk to your FSA office, even though you've already signed up and say, maybe there's some changes you want to make before that March 15th deadline. So a lot of opportunities to still kind of wade through some things, get some additional help kind of looking through the different options and just wanted to throw out that promo there before we uh, signed off for the day. That's fabulous. Thank you so much. And uh, just to let everyone know, this is one of a couple. So if you found this podcast and it's helped you out with your decision-making and you still maybe have more as far as uh, insurance options or just information on the farm bill, uh, there is two more podcasts to go along with the series. So uh, stay tuned. This podcast has been brought to you by the MSU Extension Field Crops Team. For more podcasts or information, please visit us at canr.msu.edu backslash field underscore crops. Thanks for listening.